Doc, I've got a special guest, two special guests for you today. What do you got? Number one. Do the reveal. In studio, we have the only wrestler in history to have held the WWE Championship, the ECW World Heavyweight Championship, and the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. He's also won more championships than any other WWE wrestler. Ladies and gentlemen, Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam. Rob Rob Van Van Dam. But you said we have another guest. Well, we do, and uh, he's known only as Mysterio. Ooh, Mysterio. All right. <laughs> well, Rob, welcome well, to the show. Thank you. Thank you. You're right. you're obviously an acclaimed wrestler and and also world a big, big world fan. class athlete. World class athlete. World class athlete. I'm very accomplished. Why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got involved in cannabis? How that started, Rob? Fitting for the title here. Um, how did I get involved? That's a, I guess it was just a really organic uh, nice. kind of transition from being a fitness-minded kid who was told in school to stay away from marijuana because it was just like uh, LSD or acid, and it was a hallucinogenic, and it was bad. It would make me go crazy. And, and then shortly into my wrestling career, I noticed a lot of the athletes that I respected, you know, that were in very good condition were using cannabis. And so I started to question it. And um, it seems counterintuitive, right? You thought your whole life you heard that. Like we talked about, Doc, we heard the right. same thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I still remember like uh, way back in 91 uh, when uh, my partner, the guy who helped train me, Sabu, he would drive uh, him and this guy, Judge Dredd, they would smoke a joint, and me and this other kid that was uh, with me, we'd be in the back seat with our head out the window, and they'd <laughs> right. be blowing. So, so they, afraid. They'd try okay. and lock the windows closed right. and blow it out <laughs> if they thought it was so funny. Stop it, you're killing us. <laughs> Put our shirt over our head, yeah. And then uh, gave in to peer pressure, you know, uh, hit it a couple times, and then uh, it became more and more of a of a regular thing, and it wasn't until... Um, ECW days and um, High Times magazine coming around my way before I think I became an advocate. Because well, yeah. A couple questions. First of all, when you were using the cannabis, because we just found out recently in San Francisco, they're opening up a gym that's going to be a cannabis-friendly gym, and that a lot of the athletes are saying the reason we use cannabis it helps us focus. It help us, helps us you know, to maintain our focus on what we're doing. The runners, too. Right, the right. runners and everything like that. So did you did you find that it helped you? Your focus and your training? Um, I was able to incorporate it eventually, but it didn't start that way. It started more of like a recreational thing. Okay. Um, you know, the, I was in Jamaica for my twenty first birthday. Had never gotten high. All the other wrestlers were so excited because they had garbage bags full of weed. You know? <laughs> I didn't get it, but you know, a couple of the guys, you know, were hit it, bring me down. Everyone else is right. So right. I'm kill you. And hit it so uh one or two you know tokes on that was my first experience with it um and then i was bouncing at a bar where one of the bouncers would smoke a joint every night after work in his car and uh he would say hey i'm just you know you had to uh i don't know i mean i just i just did that like two days this week you know what am i doing turning into a pothead right you know he'd say well you know you don't have to i'm not you can sit in the car and talk you don't have to smoke so Started going through that, so it wasn't really, you know, I, I was wrestling at the time, but I was like uh, just just turned twenty one, old enough to drink and smoke for the first time uh, legally, actually. But well, 
in Jamaica, you know, it's, but I was 21 was the point I was trying to Well, because one of, you know, as I'm sure just preaching to the choir and you know, part of the medicinal benefits of cannabis, number one, it's a bronchodilator. So it's going to open up your lungs. You're going to be able to breathe better. Number two, it's a vasodilator. So you're not going to have any kind of hypertension. You're going to actually relax the, the musculature of the walls of your arteries. So you're going to actually be able to function as a machine much more efficiently when you can transfer more of your oxygen through your blood cells by having your lungs expand, by having your blood your blood vessels open up so you can get the, the blood to the muscles. Although, the, although, isn't it possible, though, that having, the, having this in your blood system takes the place of oxygen, and that's why my heart rate might be slightly up because it's not getting enough oxygen per pump? Because I've always felt that, like, uh, if, like if I was going to take uh, a pulse and try and go for my all-record lowest pulse, I probably wouldn't smoke right before cause, because of that, that factor. You know, it's, it's actually the, the complete op- If purely from a mechanical standpoint with the heart, the heart increases its rate with, with more resistance. So when you decrease the resistance, you're actually going to lower the amount your heart has to work in order to pump the blood through the through the through the arteries. It would be the opposite of that. I don't know how it affected you. Everybody's going to be different. But number one, number two, I don't the, think it does affect me anymore. Well, That's but the, why. but the cannabis the cannabis doesn't block the ability for the hemoglobin to hold the oxygen. It works completely differently. I mean, intracellularly, the endocannabinoid system works in the cell itself to make it more efficient. So it, it's not going to work like that. So, but but the reason I'm, I'm bringing this up, would you consider, because we had this conversation last week, does the fact that cannabis can allow you to breathe better, allow your muscles to work better, would you consider that a, a performance-enhancing substance? I'm not going to use the word drug. Great, right. Is it a performing-enhancing substance if you can focus better, your heart works better, and your lungs work better? I think it all depends on where you draw the line, okay? Because you're asking me to look at it from a certain perspective of just athletics, and I happen to uh, believe cannabis can be a life enhancer. And from that perspective, sure, it can make everything better if you if you use it in a positive way. Um, uh, at the same time, wherever you draw the lines, if you're going to say, yeah, but it does have a chemical effect on your body, therefore, well, then how about cigarettes? I mean, everyone, they're all smoking. Well, cigarettes we know doesn't help because the carbon monoxide actually does bind to the to the uh, um, hemoglobin module. We know that because that's, that's carboxyhemoglobin. We know that that, that, that that hurts it. But the cannabis does not seem to be affecting the, the blood cells the same way. I, I find it to be advantageous, but again, it's from a wider point of view. Uh, when it comes to performing, yes, I've written articles about it in uh, in cannabis culture. I had a big mag, uh, a big article after uh, Michael Phelps got busted because it was all over the the, the news, of course, and, right. and it was so relevant to um, to to. I, I went on Geraldo, and. Uh, that that um, what's her name Guilfoyle Kimberly Guilfoyle whoever's on her show right she was saying um, well Michael Phelps um, he should put the bong down and, and um, eat some vegetables or something like that and and I just thought like here's the world's greatest athlete right I mean you couldn't be and in he, better shape and. and we find out that he smokes. Like instead of trying to bring him down to everyone's level, isn't it possible we could learn something from that? Like, wait, athletes can can 
can you know can be using cannabis and still perform at that level so that's why like i've always wondered why they didn't look at it that way it's it's an ignorant perspective i think right to try to just say well that's bad let's not learn about it and ignore it uh truth is a lot of athletes and, and now we know that we know that nba players use it nfl is uh, looking at it for a neurological protectant, and which I've been talking about for so many years, but uh, yeah, I mean, it can help. I can help you uh, focus. Um, it can help you feel at your best. You know, we're traveling a lot. A lot of times, it's different time zones. You're not, you're not just eating three square meals a day at home. You know what I mean? You're on the road, uh, so there's no telling how you feel. But when you're there to perform, everyone bought a ticket three weeks to go to see you at your best and you got to deliver. So, uh, whatever you could be tired, you could be, uh, any negative effects you could have, you know, your body could, like you said, have physical pain, you could be exhausted, whatever. But, uh, if, uh, I find that if, if you can use cannabis to increase, uh, I like to say increase your your vibration, your spiritual frequency. You just feel like you're at your best, and that's done through uh, a coping mechanism of being able to deal with these negative effects that would otherwise bring you down. So it's advantageous. I don't know if it would be um, an enhancement from a drug perspective, but I, again, I mean, I got to know where you draw the lines. Where I draw the lines... Uh, no, I think it's I think it's fine. Do you see these articles all the time on Yahoo or whatever? These wrestlers, they're banged up, they're they're in pain, they take a lot of Vicodin, they're on a lot of the opioids. What, what's your experience with that? Have you seen that? Oh, Is many it... times over the years. I know I know someone that took um, over 80 10 milligram uh, hydrocodones a day. Yes, and a day. Uh, and a good friend of mine would do uh, would take over a hundred somas. Um, and, and he he actually overdosed and, and and you know fatally and a lot of my friends and peers have died. It was big news several years ago. Um, for some reason, after Eddie Guerrero died, even though they they didn't relate that to drug use, there was a lot of crackdown on all the wrestlers that had died under the age of forty five in a short time period. Yeah. But they 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 related the wrestling to like NFL or something and said, if that many football players died, you know, there'd be a big, but the thing is, is it's a touring entertainment, more like a rock and roll kind of lifestyle right, sure. or, or it can be, it can be. But, but one important fact, like with WWE, they do a, a very vigorous drug testing. Um, they have a wellness program right now that the wrestlers adhere to, and it's a whole different generation. than. Do they the, not allow it, opioids it, on it, there? It, well, I would imagine they wouldn't do that, but do they allow cannabis? Uh, no. They do not allow cannabis. In fact, no. Rob himself experienced the brunt of that, as you know, as as well known. You could talk about that if you want. Well, this uh, you're probably talking about my right. my very famous uh, in Ohio bust. Yeah, for for possession, it was uh, in Ohio, asshole state. I know <laughs> that's where Ron's from. I had the uh, the high, the world WWE championship belt and the ECW championship belt at the time, so it was really big news because I had the spotlight on me and I lost both belts. Got suspended for. Uh, uh, 30 days, cost me tens of thousands of dollars, but fuck that officer unfriendly. Joke was on him. I made one phone call. I had more weed later that night. Well, the question yeah. is why? That was before it, they tested, yeah, but, I just but, want to bring that up. They okay. didn't test. Well, hold on, they didn't test. Well, wait, wait, wait. Why, the why, they they, why would they wrestling ban cannabis? Well, well it's I mean, federally, it's just because it's, it's illegal. Federally, federally illegal. illegal. That's but why. what if you were in a state 
that yeah, were, but this was 20 legal. years ago. This was 06, well, right actually. Now, but we're talking about right now. Is it legal right now? now right now, it's not legal. Um, they test for it. It's a, uh, last I knew, it's a $1,000 fine if you uh, get caught. And then if you get caught a couple times, they can use that against you, especially the younger talent trying to come up uh, that are that, that are a little uh, more flexible. You know, and, and they, they will really crack down on them and, and say, we need to get a positive test from you. It's not just a, a choice. And we have come a long way in the the last few years and we're really moving now like like just a few years ago it was a minority of the people that thought it should be legal now it's the majority and i don't think anybody truly believes that there's no medicinal value in it i mean well the guy the head, the head of the head of does he's <laughs> full of shit. i don't think he believes that either and, they, and you saw that when they were questioning him oh. and he wouldn't answer of course not. Said, how what? the fuck are we gonna you know how about the one before it michelle leinhardt when she was sitting there in, in the middle of of the congressional and the congress case do you think that cannabis is as bad as heroin? Right. I think all drugs are bad. Okay, now, that's not what right. I asked you. Do yeah. you think cannabis is as bad as, as acid? I think all drugs are bad. Let's see. Why, why, why won't they answer the question? His thing is the RVD 420. That's his T-shirt, Rob Van Dam 420. And it came because of the Austin had Austin's... Uh, Steve Austin had the 317 or whatever, and then he's got the 420, which is fantastic. And his signature move is the 420 leg drop. What 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 what, what does that entail? Could you do maybe that? demonstrate Come that on, on Mysterio <laughs> for us? <laughs> Why is the 420 leg drop? Well, okay, this was uh, the 420 leg drop was when uh, Ray Mysterio, oh. who uh, you might be related to, I don't know. Um, Ray Mysterio and I were a tag team. Uh, Texting champions and uh, um, I would pick him up and he would stick his legs out and then I would jump up and kick my legs out and we would land on the guy and to get the move um, called that on TV I had to explain it because right. uh, Paul Heyman one time he came up to me and he said that Vince said is that a drug reference <laughs> and he said what can I tell him? I said no I said it's a 420 we got four legs that are dropping down uh, I got size twelve. He's got size uh, eight. So that's our our shoe size. Combined shoe size. Yeah. And, 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 did that fly? Did he? Fl- did, yeah, yeah. They were you bought it that four twenty leg drop. That's their dude. I think that's a, a testament to uh, your influence on the sport, right there. Because uh, there I don't even think Mysterio would buy that. Little tongue in cheek. That's awesome. I think that it's know, brilliant that know. he got that buy. He's very open about it. You know, and the, and the RVD four twenty was you know I smoked your ass instead of Steve Austin's I kicked your ass. Awesome. The fans in Queens started showing up with posters that said RVD 420, so that's the way I remember it. I got to give it to them. Yeah. Yeah, and you embraced it, and you put it on yeah. your shirt, and it's awesome. I love that he's just he just puts it out there like you do, Doc. It's just like, look, why are we lying to people? Why did you and I and him grow up thinking that this was an evil, awful thing? Why did we think everything's ass backwards? Money, yeah. money, money. Can I right. share a quick little story with please. you? Please, well, please. So, that's why you're here, man. So five, six years ago, probably six years ago, even longer, six, seven. Anyway, um, my wife had stage three colon cancer, went to City of Hope, went through the surgery, all the chemo, all that shit. We're at a dietitian's meeting, nutritionist of some sort, and, and I'm there with all these old 
people and sick people, and there's a lady on stage talking, and a lady raises her hand, this old lady, and she says, "What is? What can I do to uh, to to eat more?" She says, "Cause I'm so tired and, and and weak, and I just I don't feel like eating." And and the lady was like, "Well, you know, just just try, just keep trying. You know, there's little tricks like you can uh, put." evaporated milk you know like on your food it adds some more calories and shit. and i was just like jesus people are fucking dying and i raised my hand i said what about medicinal marijuana she goes okay since you brought it up i can talk right, about right, this right. i'm it, not allowed it's to. taboo she says some and then she tells everybody then some patients have found that it can help with nausea with uh, pain with uh you know not being able to uh insomnia and with uh with appetite and she's our naming all this and, and i felt like not only did i feel like holy fuck what an evil 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 agenda that is to not tell the people when you're in california where it is legal and city of hope treats thousands of you know sick patients but i felt obligated like i thought i have to go there every day at every meeting and bring it up which right. i didn't but i but i kind of wanted to like if i could have uh if i you know if i had enough money i'd pay someone to do that just to sit at a meeting every time bring it up bring it up and as a matter of fact um, I actually sat in on a meeting with the board of directors, directors uh, because I was going to try to implement that change, but I didn't. I wasn't able to pursue it and be proactive enough. I'm yeah, I, I mean, I, I I hope over time that it's going. It is. It's already moving in the right direction. Sure. You're absolutely right. But it is. A lot I, of people I, died you know, and I, suffered I, in the meantime. Yeah, listen. Well, didn't we're, your wife we're, use we're it for chemotherapy? Right. Sure. I mean, we're out there I and mean, we're doing this show. I mean, this show is about making people. I mean, I'm putting it out there. I, I got a medical degree. I mean, I don't know what the medical board's going to be looking at this kind of stuff. I the, I would love to be able to use cannabis. I can't do that. I, I'm afraid of what the medical board is going to say. I got hip pain. I got neck pain. I don't want to take opioids. I don't want to take anti-inflammatories. I can't. It's not part of what is allowed. It seems like you really avoid stress. Stress is like the ultimate evil and should be avoided at all costs. And as Doc and you seem to say that that's what destroys the body, right? For sure. Absolutely. So, and and use cannabis to help alleviate that. It, it ages you. It um, diseases you. If that's a real word, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we'll use can it. We'll turn it, it into a. Make that let's a verb? turn. Let's, let's turn make it a, it a word. All right, cool. I like it. Mysterio, are you in this? Perfect. All right. All right. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's the it is the ultimate enemy to human health in every which way, besides the immediate short term of having a life. It lowers the quality of your life. Stress sucks. Sometimes we need it in certain forms, you know, like when you're working out and you need, you know, pressure, whatever, but um, do you but, feel that before you go in the ring? Do you of feel, course, like, but that's in a course. good way, right? I put, well, I put pressure on my on myself, and I don't, I don't think I have a choice. But it's more uh, afraid to fuck up. You know what I mean? Like I do moves that are considered high risk, and if I just slipped up on one of them, it, I would just beat myself. The perfectionist that I right. that I am out there would beat myself up for until we were watching oh, your stuff. You like, don't oh jump off God, the ramp. Oh my right, God. He, he jumps he off the top off the of the steel. Well, he, jumped, he jumped off the loge. He really does. He, he took off. Well, I don't at, even know how you're running out of the loge and flew. He flew. Wait. Uh, so, so, one of the things I want to talk about is head trauma. Obviously, that's an issue in wrestling. Sure. Right. Yeah, I mean, of course. and right in the now news it's, with a football. Big, right, it's a big issue in football. Eugene Monroe, the Ravens' cornerback, is just donated forty thousand dollars to help do some of the research for head trauma. And we have found that, and well, we we know from the studies that are done in Israel that. Cannabis has been neuroprotective, but I want you to know that it's not just wrestling and football where you get head trauma. Uh, Ron and I have been debating for weeks. He really wants us to get into a slap fighting league. I mean, 
He's been looking to get into it. I'm not really interested. Do you think that there is the need to do the same kind of research? I mean, all the, the football CTE players, stuff, the yeah. CTE stuff. Are, are you finding that in any of the older wrestlers? Oh, of course. Yeah, There. I think it... I'm not sure about this, but I thought that it started that way. I don't know how long NFL has been into it, but I don't either. I mean, I, I'm, I'm looking at you for yeah, answers so on this. I donated my brain and my spine. Um, it, I don't know how long ago, at least, I don't know, 2007, 2008. It's, it's been a long time. Um, Chris Nowinski, who, who started the, the whole thing in Boston, um, the study, at least with the wrestlers, he was a one of my peers wrestling in WWE, and he had a concussion or two that ended his career. He was a Harvard graduate, really smart dude. He started uh, started doing these studies, and now he like lectures people on the uh, encephalopathy. Right. And um, anyway, I talked to him one time, and I said, "Look," and this was years ago. I said, um, "I know that the, the, the they're, they're saying that THC helps, you know, like fight off like the the Alzheimer's." Um, and I know that that's from the plaque buildup on, you know, on your information highways there. And I said, if, if, if concussion damage is the same thing, those tau proteins sitting there, isn't it possible that uh, marijuana could protect the brain from long-term damage from concussions? Personally, I've had hundreds of concussions, hundreds. I was about Jeez. to ask you, how many, how, I, I what, was, what was the worst concussion you had? Um, oh, that's easy. That was before I got in the business. Oh, okay. That was somewhere Free else. Free wrestling. Wow. Yeah. yeah, this was, I was kind of, I, I had a little, a punk era, you know, mm -hmm. and now I'm like super cool. Last thing I want to do is try and hurt somebody. Right, right. You know, but don't, don't cross me, dude.